Are you ready? Come on! Ladies and gentlemen, now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Introducing the moment you've all been waiting for. Joy, joy, the count. Come one, come all. Get your ass in here. Make yourself comfortable. Grab a pillow and a blankie. You have the best seat in the house. Join the counts, motherfucker. <laughs> my name is Curvin. And my name is Megan. And we're so happy you can join us. Thank you for coming. I'm so happy that you can tune in and... You waited 10 seconds to say that sentence and it had no ending. No one's going to know either. <laughs> I love when you laugh at yourself. How are you, baby? You know... Tell me everything. I mean, I'm not great. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to these people. Why Why would you? They, been, they came here for truth. I've been, I've been better. And justice for all. Yeah, I've been better. I'm doing my best. Yeah. You know, I'm sinking into a little bit of a frustrated discomfort in life right now. Uh, my body is... Trapping me. <laughs> Get in here, bitch. Get in here. Stay in here. Lay down, bitch. Lay down. Your body doesn't call you, bitch? No. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the individuals providing them. If you are at all offended, eat a dick. Now, you told me you had some things to talk about concerning religion. Oh, yeah. We I want to get right into it. Oh, okay, let's dive in. You were talking about um, Aubrey Marcus, his episode talking about his use of plant medicine, and and yeah, he 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 said that he reached the point where he realized he no longer needs to dive into that anymore. Like he he still respects the plant medicine. Really, he says he's got family members and friends who will probably do ayahuasca, and he'll do it because it's a good time and you know it, it's a great experience. But he said, as he's gotten far, what he's yeah. what he needed out of it. That's awesome. And he boiled it down to two things. Well, one thing, which is it's all a matter of choice. It, it was interesting. Yeah, I love that. What I find so interesting about these stories that people have with uh, their usage of plant medicine and psychedelics and things like that, pretty much every single one of them talks about a newfound discovery of God. Yeah. A different view on God, but like they, it's like people like us who, who don't identify as religious, you know, and I've talked about it before that I've only just recently become a little bit comfortable using God as like a mm -hmm. descriptor. <laughs> you I've got know? a question for you. Yeah. Are, are you searching for God? No. I mean, I feel like God is all around us. When I say that, I don't mean it the way that people religion. with really strong religious beliefs mean it. No, no, I, I know that. I or know maybe that. they do. I don't know. I, I shouldn't speak for them because that's that's a little bit presumptuous of me. I'm not searching for God because I, I see God in everything. I see, and even now saying God, using it as a descriptor, makes me feel a little uncomfortable because I was so averse to it for so long. But I think, you know, practicing meditation so much mm -hmm. and being involved in that and yoga and things like that that get us closer to spirit or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Spirit is another, you know, universe, whatever whatever you want to call it. See, I, I have to admit, 
I think I've always been searching for God. And and when I say God, I mean like the meaning of life. Right. I But I feel like sorry no, to interrupt. Connecting that to the the people who have talked about using ayahuasca and such, I feel like I've just started to scratch the surface of what they're talking about, which is God, Buddha, whoever, you know, is in everything in this world, everything in the universe, and in every single one of us. This might sound really dumb, but I'm just going to say it. Say Because I have a feeling, and and... I'm laughing because to even think that I found the answer just now. <laughs> but I really think to find the meaning of life and to search for God and to find him or her or it, I think I think the way you do that is to find out who you are. That's definitely part of it. I, I think it's also to almost disconnect from you. Disconnect might not be the the right word, but to become more of an observer, to realize that you, the you that you think that you are, is not a separate entity. It is in the physical sense, you know, the way that our atoms are arranged, we're, we're separate from one another. But when you look at it on a different level, when you look at it on a spiritual and a, for some people, religious level, we are all connected. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's part of it is detaching a little bit from yourself and realizing that we're all part of the whole. I think in finding out who you are, you realize that we're all connected. Yeah. I had this train of thought last night mm -hmm. while listening to the podcast. Like I, I had to keep rewinding because while he was talking, I was in my own space thinking a thousand things. I feel like a lot of the things that we do, I mean, I've said this before, a lot of the things that we do, it, it distracts us. You know, like the whole reason why I wanted to do ayahuasca. I haven't thought about ayahuasca in a long time, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I, I'm no longer interested. Right. We just know that it's a, it's a little ways off. Yeah. But initially, the reason why I wanted to do it was because I wanted I want I want I wanted to see what 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 can't be seen. You know, I want I want I want to experience what you know you can't experience by looking and touching things. Well, I think that it's. Uh... It strips you down to, you know, it breaks down our barriers. You know, it breaks down our perceptions of, you know. It's so hard to put into words because, mm -hmm. but when I think about life, like when I think of a successful person, somebody in their 50s, 60s, who has quote unquote done it all, you know, they're financially secure, stable, they, they have their kids, they raise them, they, they, they have a career, they're, they have a dog and a cat and, you know, they have the car, they have everything that you're supposed to have supposedly that, that, that signifies a great life, mm -hmm. you know, great friends, you know, all, all these things. But then uh, in my head, I'm like, all right, now what, what's next? Now that you've acquired all these things that you're supposed to have that signifies you've, you've made it, what's next? Like, you're just going to continue doing this until you die. That, that's it. I feel I feel like there's so much more than just I feel like everything that that we're doing is basic. Mhm. Mm it's um elementary, mm -hmm. you know. I would agree. All right, you know how to walk, which is basically what we do in our 80 years of life or however long you get to live. You've just learned how to walk. 
but there's so much more that we're not tapping into. There's mm-hmm. there's a ceiling, there's a glass ceiling above us that that we're not even taking a peek at because we think this is it. We're limited. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know why I feel this. I have no proof. I just feel like there is so much more, and I want to dive into that. I want to I want to live that. I want to experience that. I want to you know. Sometimes I'm so sick of the ordinary. I've noticed that over the last few months, you've become more and more dissatisfied. And I don't mean this in a in a bad way. Not at all. But I've noticed that you've become more and more like existentially dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. Your your perception of what we do every day and like you feel trapped. Yeah. You feel trapped in that uh existence. Exactly. And you know, the the cycle of wake up, eat breakfast, go to work, come home, sleep. You know, you're you're stuck in that um feeling like that's a, a trap for forever. Yeah. That this is gonna be the way that you spend the next fifty years of your life until we die. Hopefully not. Of course, hopefully not, you know. But I think that that's as uncomfortable of a feeling as that is, I think that that's the first step. Discomfort is a sign that you're changing. Yeah. Discomfort in um, uh, uncertainty, questioning, all of that stuff is the precursor to change, the precursor to some upheaval in your life, which is uncomfortable but ends up taking you to a better place. Yeah. So as as crappy as it kind of feels at first – you're on the right track because you're following your deepest voice, you know, your voice of truth and intuition, so to speak. You're seeking something more than what is. And it's not to say that you're dissatisfied with our life because I know that you love our life. I know that you're happy and, you know, in the basic sense of, you know, we, we have an awesome life together. You know, we love each other. We're stable. We have food, we have shelter, we have all that good stuff, great stuff in our life. But it's a, it's like I said, it's an existential discomfort. It's this, this idea that, you know, your mind is ready to be expanded to different things. Because I mean, yeah, once you've acquired all these good things, what next? I mean, I'm not in a place where I'm 100% comfortable in life. You never will be though. That's the whole of course, secret. Of course. <laughs> but I mean, I feel I feel like and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe you know, it, it's it's a little uh presumptuous of me to to, to It's an to, illusion. to think that I will be eventually yeah. happy. But I think I think at least those are not the things that are going to make you happy. What what is it? The financial security, the uh, I mean, stability, all of that. Stuff. All of that stuff is going to make me surface level. Exactly. Surface, you know, on, on, on the outside happy. That's that's the, you know, m- m- what is it? Maslow's. Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, once you've acquired that. Right. But that's the thing. This is why we, 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 we call people immature. You're feeling like if you could conquer that level, then you can get up to the next level. Because yes. you're a linear type. Yes. Think. Yeah. You're a linear thinker and doer. You feel like I got to go from step A to step B to step C. And, you know, I can't focus my energy and time on self-actualization until I get this shit out of the way. Yeah. Am I right to? Yeah. You're absolutely right. And I am more of a, you know, (laughs) 
I, I'm more of a figure eight, like as opposed to a line. I feel like I'm trying to do uh, a you little know, bit of everything, a little bit of everything yeah. all at once because I'm not a I'm not a straight thinker, and 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 that serves you in a lot of ways in your day to day life because you can see the differences in how you and I do things just from looking at our home. You know, like <laughs> yesterday, I was like, oh, I need to do some laundry. But I was like, you know, I was uncomfortable and all these things. You're like, you know, while you do laundry, you could shred some of those papers and you could do this. Like you were, you were thinking, all right, she's got six things on the to do list. Why not bang out three of them? No. And in my head, there was no to do list. <laughs> there was just a need. All right, I need clean underwear, so I'm probably going to need to do some laundry. So I'm kind of a little bit more abstract with that stuff, and so I seek out. I seek out little pieces of enlightenment where I can. I do a little meditating. I do some reading. I listen to some things. And your your journey has been more, all right, let me get this stuff a little bit more stable. And then I'll, you know, you're reading all about some stuff. And then when you feel like you can master that, then I'll do some meditation. And then I'll go up to the next, you know, you're. Do you know what the first level of, of, Maslow is it Maslow or Maslow? Yeah, it's like uh, safety and security, like food, shelter. Okay, so so for instance, when when we're a baby, when 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 we're first born, that's all we care about. Well, it's the same thing, you know. They they talk about inner city kids, depending on what what their lives are like. Mm-hmm. They can't study at school because right now, yeah, school is not important. I need right. to know where my next meal is coming exactly. from. That's why, you know, some kids prosper, you know, they do better on tests because they, they, they're coming from a home with love and, you know, the essentials. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you do that, you can move up, move on up to the other side, you know, mm-hmm. and now. But my thing is, all right, once we've acquired all of that, what do we do with that? Like, what's next? Because it can't just be that we're going to die and that's it. No. And sometimes, but the more that you read into these things and you know look at the different philosophies and stuff, you know you become a little bit more comfortable with the idea of the life cycle and knowing that this trip through isn't the only thing that we're going to experience as beings but but the way I feel is there are pieces of these philosophies peeking through our everyday lives, mm-hmm. you know. We, we see it, we experience it, we feel it. However we do, you know, we come into contact with, with that feeling that there's something more. And my frustration is that in spite of that, we continue to live our ordinary lives. We go to work, we put in our eight hour shifts. Some people put in their 12. You know, we come home, you know, Black Friday's around the corner. We're going to do that bullshit. Christmas is around the corner. We're going to do that bullshit. A new year is coming. We're going to do that bullshit. And we're just going to continue to do this. But it's like, that is, that's not life. This isn't, this is, I, I feel, and I have no proof, but I feel like this isn't life. This waking up every day, getting dressed, getting in your car, going to work, you know, like, I wish we can all somehow get to the bottom of this because <clears throat> society as it is right now, the way we're living it, it's pointless. Well, these are the kind of things that made people and still make people go off and live in communes because of that just like pure discomfort with, you know, the status quo and, uh, you know, what we're supposed to be. They say, fuck, you know, fuck this life. 
They pack up, you know, a few belongings and go live on a hippie commune and do their shit there. I, I understand that. I, I, I understand that impulse. I don't think I want to do that. No, but I understand <laughs> that impulse. Yeah. Because, cause, you know, we see all of the destructive parts of of our society and there's a big part of us that doesn't want to be part of that. We want to be part of a community that's full of love and, you know, cooperation and, you know. So I saw this post and I reblogged it by a uh, Dharmic robot. I'm going to read a little, a little bit of it. He writes some things I believe one, the U S is an empire and does empire things Two, It's ruled by a ruling class. Three, the elections are their game. Further down in the post, he writes, Bernie Sanders has been a positive element in the U.S. elections in that he touches on the social inequality of the system. But ask yourself, why do they allow him to have airtime? Is this on? Mm -hmm. Oh. I forgot what I was talking about. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. yeah. Vincent, me. You were talking about. I know, and then it just sounded like why, which is basically the point where I was going to get to. Like, why anything? Why anything? Why the elections? Why, why vote for anybody? Why? Bernie seems awesome sometimes, but when I read that, there was something about it. Like, yeah, it's going to be just another case of of, of Obama all over again. I love you. I love you. I don't want you to be sad and dissatisfied. And I know that you're not in like in general. No. But I see it in your face. I see it in your eyes. Sometimes yeah, I mean and it makes me it makes me sad. Don't be sad, baby. I mean I, know. Uh, I mean it's the truth. It's like what's yeah. the point? What's the point? I mean the point is different for everybody. I know and I'm trying to find out what what the your point, point is. I'm trying to I'm trying to feel uh uh inspired again. Yeah. I'm trying to feel motivated. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm doing things just to do them. Everything. Yeah. Every single thing I'm doing just to do it. Like, sometimes I'm washing the dishes and I'm like, why? They're going to get dirty again. You know, when I go to work and I'm cleaning and I'm like, why? I'm going to have to come back tomorrow and clean this again. You know, I'm trying to pay my debt and I'm like, why? Yeah. I'm just going to keep charging things and paying it off. Like, everything is just a cycle and it, I feel, it feels pointless. You know what I think we need to do? Tell me. I think we need to go volunteer somewhere. I think we need to go do some selfless things. Yeah? Because the moment you said that, I was like, why? why? Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to do that shit. No, I'm serious. Because there's something that happens when I'm at work. I'll be feeling the way you're feeling. I'll be frustrated. I'll be at work. I'm thinking about a hundred things. And... I will connect with another human and see some of their suffering ease and it inspires and fills me. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Something that can maybe spark some inspiration in you and make you feel a little bit fulfilled on some of those higher levels. You know, there's something about giving and doing, even if it's just, you know, one afternoon we go do Meals on Wheels or something. You know, there's something about interacting because... As much as you get to interact with people online and stuff, you don't get a lot of human interaction outside. You know, you, you meet some of the teachers, you see my parents and stuff, but having like a real one-on-one -on -one connection with other people, you know, you don't get that 
I'm not saying it like no, no. You're making this smile like because what I want to get say out is, of the house, loser. That's no, not what I mean at all. No, because what I'm thinking is why would I want to? Yeah, I don't want to talk to them. I know, but that is that is it's something that feeds those higher level feelings that you're searching for. I have found for myself. Yeah. That uh, I I can say I only do things because I want to do them. I know because I feel like doing them. I don't feel like doing that. And, like, when I talk to people, I, I want to talk to them because I like them. Right. But you might like the people that we meet, depending on what we do. Of course. I mean, we would find something that you would enjoy. I think it's worth a try to see if it breaks a little bit of that cycle of discomfort to say, I know that you're not fulfilled by the same things that I'm fulfilled by. But I know that, by and large, people get a deep satisfaction from helping other people. I think it's worth a shot to see to see what it does. Maybe it doesn't do anything. Maybe you feel yeah. the same way, you know, but I think that the chance that it could make you feel something, make you feel more connected, make you feel inspired, you know, make you feel hopeful, make you feel sad. I mean, it might make you feel a lot of different things depending on what it is that we do, but how, feeling something other than dissatisfaction. How do you feel? How do I feel like in life? Yeah. I don't have that same type of dissatisfaction that I can feel from you with life. I feel it within myself. Okay. Um, so you're okay with going to work every day and worrying about, you know, putting stuff away for your well, 401k? My, and... my work is very fulfilling. I mean, so a, that's aside the difference from that. Because my, you know... The work that I used to do where I would go eight to five and I would do the same thing every day and I would, you know, I was in something that I wasn't passionate about. I felt like you do. I was like, what is the fucking point? No, I no, hate of my course. job. I mean, I know you don't hate your job, but yeah. I hated my job. Um, even though it was a good job, it was like the same thing every day. I felt like I was going nowhere. I felt like there was, you know, I had nowhere to... I didn't want to excel in that field and, you know, there really wasn't any room for me in that company. But I, I understand all that. And, and it's awesome that you feel fulfilled at work. But, I mean, life is much more than your job. Right. And so the the times that I'm at my job, I feel dedicated to my job. And the times I'm here, I I love our life with each other. So you're okay with the days just going by and... and, and you go to work and you fulfill that work and then you come home and you get your little free time at home and then the next day you do Right it now, yeah. Yeah. Right now I am I am satisfied with that. I want to do more. I I want, you know, I have I definitely have a desire to, you know, I see people doing stuff. I see my brother's family traveling, going camping and going hiking and That's stuff what like I think that. life is about. Yeah, me too. So But see, you can't have that without the money. So you can't have the money without the working and you can't, you know, Baby, we could go hiking without the money. I'm not talking about. No, I know, I'm I know. Specifically hiking, specifically hiking. I'm talking. Yeah. That's one aspect, yeah. but you know, you know, I also want to travel. Of course. I want. Yeah. I don't want to have yeah, to worry we, about. We can't have the freedom to yeah. do those things until we have more financial freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, I don't want to worry about do I have enough sick days? Do I have enough vacation right. days? Like, I, I want to do something, but I want to do it because I feel it, and I don't feel anything. Sometimes I mean, sometimes I feel it. Until I start to dissect it, I'm like, this is pointless. It's it's the equivalent of writing a post. You have so much to say, and once you write it out, you're like, what? 
What yeah, am I? I did that. And yesterday. then you delete it. Yeah, yeah, I wrote a long ass post about pain and shit and like how I've been frustrated and blah 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 blah. See, and I want to tell you, baby, you should have posted it. No, no one, no one wants to hear me whining about being in pain. Why? Why do you feel that way? Because why? <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's how I feel whenever I post something and I second guess myself. I'm like, what? What's the purpose of this shit? Yeah, but yours are like opinions and they're like good. But Mine's I mean, just me whining about either being sad or being in pain. Like, no, but that's still, boring. that moment that you felt like nobody cares, Yeah. That that's, that's the tip of the iceberg. Because yeah. that's how I feel about everything, yeah. you know? It, it's that shit. It's like, why? Not, not just why for the sake of asking why. It's why and then getting answers and then doing something with those answers. There's a... I know I, I bring this shit back to Buddhism a lot. But, that's fine. No, that's fine. But there is a... Um, I think you should talk to Adam about this. Tell me. Because he is really good at explaining so much of what we're feeling. Putting He's so much more articulate than I am. Mm -hmm. Like... And it reminds me of when he was in – so there's a, there's a, a part in, in Buddhism called the Dark Night where it is this time of almost depression-like time of dissatisfaction and darkness and it is an essential part of enlightenment. And for some people, it lasts a short amount of time. For some people, it lasts years. Um and this is kind of what it reminds me of when he was going through that is that he was going through this period where he was it, it, it was it was like depression but not yeah. it was yeah it was nothing nothing made him I don't I don't know how to describe it I remember him going through I mean he it was like a year and a half almost two years that he yeah. was in this and Courtney can tell you about it but I, I really think you should talk to him about it when you feel moved you know, to do so because he can explain maybe some of the things that you're feeling and what that means in the bigger scheme, you know, yeah. what it means on a deeper level to be feeling this kind of angst that you feel, you know, and maybe some of the things you can do to, to progress out of it. Of course, he's going to tell you to meditate yeah, <laughs> daily and, you know, that eventually you get through it. But, um, as much as it sucks, like I said at the beginning, I think that it is it is the gateway to transformation. And I think it's a gateway to enlightenment, so to speak. And I think that it's a good sign that you're feeling these things. I think so, too. Because at least I'm not just going with the flow. But you have to find something. It's kind of like depression. It's funny that you said that because I was wondering the like a week ago, I was like, and I've wondered this a lot, a lot of times when, 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 when I felt like this, because last time I felt like this was like when I was 19, right. 20. I remember you talking about that. You know, just feeling like everything was going wrong. I was trying to figure out what the hell am I doing yeah. with my life? But yeah, I, I was wondering then and now, like, am I depressed? Because, you know. The uh, symptoms are, are very similar. Yeah, the, the, the not caring for anything, not wanting to leave, not wanting to talk to anybody. Not, the things that used to make you happy don't make you happy anymore. I mean, I can still find happiness in it if, see, because that's the thing. It's so easy to get lost in the routine, you know, and once, once that saying ignorance is bliss, I can easily, you know, just jump into it. Oh, Thanksgiving is around the corner. What's no, what are you making? No, you can't. 
I mean, if I wanted to, like, I can, I don't think you know, so. that's why I hate small talk. Because when, yeah. I, when I, when I talk to people and they're like, how it was your day? It's so fake. It's so, you're not, like, you want to know how my day is? Yeah. Nothing matters. Yes. That's what I want to, you know. sometimes how I feel. I want to be down with you. Can you please check my Facebook page? Like it, please. Link to my Who Facebook. Who is that? Oh. I'm getting close to you. I wanna get close to you. I just wanna be close to you. Remember that song? Do all the things you want me to. I just wanna be close to you. That song doesn't get played enough. And show you the way I feel. That's something. <laughs> Something, 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 something deep inside of me. The other day I was at work <laughs> and I was like, why am I so tired? And I was like, oh, because I came a couple of times. And then <laughs> not was, at work. No, not at work. But at work I was thinking about it because I was at work. I was like, why am I so tired today? But I couldn't remember what I jerked off to that yeah. day. Like, I was like, what did, what did I finally settle upon? What did I settle upon? Yeah, because, you know, you search, you search, you search, and I'm stroking while I'm searching, and I'm stroking. I'm like, hey, I got this nut, I got a buzz. Chantel Fox, maybe? Maybe it was Chantal, like an AL. What was it about her that you liked? She's pretty. You looked at a porn star, and what you liked about her was that she was pretty? Yeah, and she wasn't like, I don't know, she was like kind of, like, soft. How, how did she get fucked? Uh, it was a lesbian porn. Oh, no wonder you thought she was pretty. Yeah, I like lesbians. I've never, I've never ever jerked off to lesbian porn. We, oh, why are we, we can't, we can't keep talking about porn if we're not going to record it. But this bitch is going to come take our order. She's not a bitch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like. You've never jerked off to lesbian porn? No. I'm going to Google black Porn. You gotta get more specific. Sorry. You can't. You can't. <laughs> of 2015. Women. Damn, Google Image ain't no joke. Yeah, Google. You never used to be able to see pictures like this on Google Image. Really? Yeah, you couldn't find any porn pictures. Really? Yeah, yeah, to jerk off to your imagination. Is this <laughs> Google Image? Yeah. You know, you know, porn star. It just means female, like automatically. Hottest black porn stars of all time. Top yeah. 50. I know, I know about 30. Yeah, you tell me how many. How many of them I know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, this lady's gonna take our order. Hi. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Great, thank you. What can I get for you guys? Can I get um, a charburger with cheese and add bacon? Would you like mayo, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, and grilled onion? Yes. And would you like fries and a drink with that as well? Can I get some of the fried um, green beans? Please. And you, my love? I like the exact same thing. Alright. With uh, cheese, add bacon, everything on it is okay? Yes. And green beans? Yes. Alright. You, you don't order? want something different? Fries? Yeah, the fries yeah, are good. Yeah. Or the rings? The fries, please. Fries. <laughs> Alright, so I have two chars with cheese, add bacon with one green bean and one fry, correct? Perfect. Okay, your total is going to be 1608 at the window. Thank please. you. you have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you.
So you read down the list and I'll tell you how I know every single one of them and how many times I've jerked it. Cherokee ass. Yeah. Really? Yeah, her ass is huge. That's her, not a flattering her classic, picture. Her classic work is Ass Everywhere 1, Big Ass Anal Heaven 9, Big Booty Revenge 1. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know Junk what titles. Junk into Trunk 29. The titles don't mean shit to They're me. They're just bad. I just love the the names of these. Luciana, a.k.a. Yeah. Miriam, a.k.a. Lisa. Why does she have three names? Yeah, all three of them are fake, so it don't even matter. Janet Jackme. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, that's a legend. She, not, two, 1992 to 2008. She was on it for a long time. It says, to all the old school connoisseurs of black adult entertainment, Janet Jackme is an institution. Yeah, yeah. Monet Divine. Yeah. She's still working. Mm-hmm. Strokeahontas. No. <laughs> what are these fucking names? Yeah. Cinnamon Love. Mm -hmm. She looks like she has n no top teeth. Anal Annihilation 2. Anal Romance 2. Those are her top, her top titles. Classic works. <laughs> Vanessa Blue. Yeah, Vanessa Blue is no joke. You sound really excited about her. She because, looks like she can... Because she, you can see that she enjoys it. She looks like it just the way she's posing. Yeah, no, she enjoys it. And she does, she does... She does. She is good. I've, I've bust so many fucking nuts to <laughs> Vanessa Blue. Yeah, she's off the hook. She doesn't work anymore. Yeah, no. A lot of them. Yeah, she's so fucking good. Angel Cummings. I've seen her a few times. She's kind of cute. Yeah, she reminds me of Rosie. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Aurora Jolie. Aurora Jolie is the one that reminds me of, uh, of Rosie. Really? I've told Willie that so many times. Now, no. It must be the way she like yeah. moves. She, She's an anal only actress. Yep, that that was her claim to fame. That's all I'm about to tell wow. you. Wow. She was no joke. Some of the most succulent titties you've ever seen. They're they're supposedly real. But they, they look pretty real. Man, I'm gonna have to Google her. I forgot about her. <laughs> no, she's so good. Heather Hunter. Yeah, who hasn't heard of her? She's pretty. I've never heard of her. Yeah, baby, she's a. She's a she's a she's staple. A star, yeah, yeah, she's a Jade of Fire. Yo, her areolas are so big, and she squirts <laughs> like a fucking you don't know what. Yeah. Yeah, Jade of Fire is no she's joke. She's been working since 1998, baby. I didn't know that. I had no idea. That's crazy. But she is bad to the bone. Jade of Fire is no fucking joke. This chick's hot, Julia Chanel. Never heard of her. 92 to 96. Yeah. Ayana Angel. Yeah. You like her? I mean, there was a time when I did. That picture isn't too flattering, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's really not. Misty Stone, she looks cute. I think I'd like her. You like this shit? Capri Styles, hell yeah. You didn't even let me finish. You didn't yeah. even let me say that one. Yeah, she, she's no joke. She's, she's one of the, you know, new schools. Jenna Brooks, a.k.a. Bambi Bliss. Probably. <laughs> I probably drank off to her. It's funny, our, our, our styles of... Women are are different. I think she's I think she's really cute. Mm -hmm. She's got a cute face. No, I'm just saying. I never, you know. There's so many porn stars. I mean, what's what's the Keisha Kane? No. no. Maya Lovely. Yes. She's she's nice. Look, she's really pretty in the face. Olivia Winter. Yes. 
Angel Kelly. She no, looks she's old school, eighty five to ninety one. Yeah, no, I didn't even know what jerking off was. Skin Diamond, I've jerked it to her. I love you. I have. Yeah, she's doing her thing. She's sexy. Courtney yeah. Divine. Courtney Divine is, is so adorable. good. She is adorable. Yeah, she gets fucked well. Yeah? Yeah. Cause she's got She's so cute though. You see that look in her face? Yeah. yeah. But man, she bounces on it. She, <laughs> she's good. Tyra Moore. I think so. She's got those old nineteen nineties boobs. Yeah. They're like really gi- they wrote giant squeezable milky jugs. Milky. Oh, she has an authentic rack. Probably. These words that they're using are just terrible. Lavish styles. She looks like Rihanna. Yeah. Nope. Oh, hey, it says that in the description. Naomi Banks yes. with three X's. Mm-hmm. You like her? Mm-hmm. I bet you do. Alicia Tyler, yes. She's presenting her ass for you. Bethany Benz. She, uh... She was on a reality show. Yeah, she's alright. She broke a guy's dick. <laughs> That's what it says. Accidentally broke co-star. Prince, yeah. Love bone. Yeah, she broke his. Shit. He broke his dick twice, actually. Guys, I mean, it can happen. He's a guy that fucks with uh with like knee knee braces and his tims on. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, no. Every scene you see him with. <laughs> I like that. And he's knee still braces. fucking. He's still fucking. Pinky ain't Pinky. no joke. Pinky looks. Pinky looks like she could fuck. That's an old picture, but. Yeah, Pinky's no She's joke. She's got a little bit of a menage shape on her. She, uh, which I appreciate. She puts on a strap on and she fucks the shit out of other girls too. Yeah. I, I would, I would watch that. Yeah, Pinky's no joke. They say Pinky is not a porn star, but an unstoppable sexual force of nature. You want to know how tall she is? How? Four foot eleven. Shit, you can't tell when she's laying down. <laughs> Ridiculously thick nympho has beasted on the scene, rising to the top with aggressive abandon. These Oak Town. No. Gemini. No, no, sir. No she looks man. like she's holding in a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy Reynolds. Hell yeah. She looks good. She came out of nowhere. She's got good butt. She fucked everybody. <laughs> She was, yo, there was a time where I couldn't press a- In I, five years. Yeah, she she did her thing. She came in and out. Certified ass clapper. Yeah, she's no joke. Roxy Reynolds, no joke. Obsession. Nope. She looks white. Not my kind of girl. Yeah, Mary Love. Is she's, it Mary or Marie? Marie, I'm sorry. Uh, She squirts everywhere. Yeah? She's a squirter. And she's really thin. She's And cute. she fucks like, she fucks like a thick girl. Caramel. She's no. got huge boobs. Yeah. Charmaine Sinclair. Charmaine Sinclair, yes. She's got a beautiful shape. Oh, that was just 91 and 92? Yeah, but there's, there's but clips. you got it in? Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> pay for our food. I'm nope. impressed by your, by your, like, you know that you jerked it to those specific women. Because... I've either gone look like there's something about when you find when you come across yeah. a, a face, Dead you're like, hunch. yeah, like <laughs> I, uh, I, I first I Google them, I want to see whatever Wikipedia, whatever lie Wikipedia is gonna tell me about them. <laughs> if they have a Twitter page, I go see you know whatever lie they have on there, and then I'll just go to like one of those free sites and just type would, in their name. I would imagine. 
porn star tweets are pretty god awful. They they are. They, there's nothing. They, it's nothing. It's but like pictures. celebrities' tweets. You're like disappointed. It's much worse than that because it's just pictures of. It's just like, hey, I just shot. On the set. I yeah. just shot a scene with you know Johnny Bravo Part Five and check me out. Johnny Bravo Part Five. Is that know. a real porn star? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the worst part is you know. There there are these uh, there are these scenes that um are supposed to be like. The guys that are picking up strange girls, unknown. Yeah. But these are legitimate stars in the industry with yeah. with agents and oh yeah, you know that belong to an agency and and yeah. So they're sitting there tweeting, talking about, oh, I just did this scene with so and so. Check me out, and it'll be like a couple of pictures and like a link. And the video itself is her like, oh. Like, she's just a regular girl walking down the street and some guy approached her. And she's like, yeah, I think I will fuck you. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? What are you doing with that camera? Why Why is that camera? And they'll say, oh, we're film students for the college and we just want to ask you a couple questions. I don't know. What's with that camera? And it, it totally gets you out of the scene. Because if, if you want to pretend, if you want to, like, uh, uh, imagine that she is a girl getting picked up by some strangers... The moment you realize, yes, she really is an actress playing a part, it's like, I can't beat it to this shit. Your, your dick is a film critic. My mind is a film critic, and my mind tells my dick what to do. <laughs> That's good. Your mind tells your dick instead of the other way around. Yeah, my dick doesn't control anything. Only time my dick controls anything is when it gets hard for no reason. And, and when it gets soft for no reason. <laughs> This episode of Joint Accounts is sponsored by your mother. <laughs> no, seriously, your mother. Just think, one day she was just as old as you. She had so many questions and not nearly enough answers, but she made it happen. She worked hard. She sacrificed. She did a lot of things for you. She made sure you were healthy. She made sure you were confident. She made sure you were happy. Or at least she tried. She tried the best that she could do to be everything that you needed so that you could be who you are today. She suffered. She endured. And she did it for you because of you. I'll be honest with you. There have been so many birthdays and Mother's Day that... I told my mom that I loved her and that I cared for her. But to be completely honest with you, it wasn't until I became an adult and I suffered and I struggled and I sacrificed that I appreciated everything that my mom did for me. Even the things that I couldn't see, the things that I knew she did for me. There's really no other way to say it. So just pick up the phone, call your mother, and tell her that you love her. Yeah, you tell her you love her all the time. You know, you hang up the phone, all right, ma, love you. You give her a hug on New Year's Eve, you tell her you love her. Fuck that. Call her right now and thank her. Now back to our show. Forgive me, Father. For I never told you. Anyone this before? Dear it has been death. 16 days since my last confession. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. You better not tell anybody. Uh, 
Did you catch that burp? Just a little bit though, huh? That wasn't even a Diet Coke burp. <laughs> what do you got for a nigga like me? I don't have a very good confession. Man, I'm gonna fucking divorce you. I've got like a a, a little quick one-liner weird thing. You better start carrying your weight. That one. I fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> we got an anonymous confession. That's my fucking favorite. Those are better than whatever you got to say. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I like these because there's like this guilt that people feel. I love it for the uh. What do you call it? Voyeuristic. That and, and the interaction. Like yeah. I love that they, they can use this as a as a forum to unload. <clears throat> wink wink. We'll take your load anytime. <laughs> Anonymous said. Tell me everything. There's a guy on the other side of the country that I wish I could date, but I'm not single. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I laughed, but <laughs> <laughs> I only laughed because you laughed. I'm, sorry. I'm laughing at your laugh. The connection I feel is so strong, but maybe I'm just a stupid girl. So often I want to take a leap of faith, even if I'm doomed to crash and burn. He makes me feel alive. Why are you laughing at this poor person? Who's to say they're poor? <laughs> I only laugh because she said that um she feels so strong, but she's not single. And I just thought of her man who's oblivious to how she's feeling. And he's sitting there buying Valentine's Day cards. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe he's, he's an a, asshole. Yeah, maybe he is. Maybe he is. I want to ask so many questions. I know. Like, do they talk? Does he know that she's not single? I would say yes to both of those. Well, yeah. I mean, usually if you form a deep connection, it's because you've been talking to somebody. Sometimes there's some crazy people out there that just form deep connections on their own. That's true. And you're That's like, yo, true. I just we just went on one date. Why you got me as a husband in your phone? Why I got emoticons? Bay. Yeah, yeah. Bay with hard eyes. <laughs> My motto is. <laughs> Tell me. I'm just coming up with a motto on the spot. Oh, I'm about to say. <laughs> no, but really, it's fucking cliche to say, but life is too short to be in a situation where you're miserable and you have the opportunity to be happy. Now, don't go burning your life down. Nah. Unless you want to. <laughs> if you're in a situation that you're you're super unhappy and you found someone, however inconvenient it is. Find a way to make that shit work. Definitely. I mean, it sucks if you're married. I mean, you said not single. I don't know if that means you have a boyfriend or you have a husband or you have a wife. I don't know if this is... Oh, no, you're a stupid girl. What? <laughs> not a stupid girl. What? He said, he said, maybe I'm just a stupid girl. I was trying to figure out the gender. <laughs> What do they say? Shaboom, shaboom, mailbag, mailbag, baby. Oh. Mail you know I hate doo-wop. How could you hate doo-wop, <laughs> fucking bitch? It's not as funny. It's not, but I'm laughing inside. <laughs> it's got to be the right time. So we got... Um, we got some goodies? We do. We got a couple goodies. We've got some feedback as well as some... Awesome. What do the people have to say? I love well, hearing first, from these fucks. I want you guys to message us. I love hearing from you fucks. Joinaccounts.tumblr.com. Tell a friend, tell a mom. Confess. Quest. Ingest. Why does it smell like garlic in here? That doesn't rhyme, baby. Um, you can also email us because no one ever has. <laughs> <laughs> at Kervin and Megan 
at gmail.com. That's K-E-R-V-I-N. A-N-D. M-E-G-A-N. At. G-M-A-I-L. Dot. C-O-M, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Let's Our get into first it. first mail of the day is. Who, who is this person? Anonymous. I love you, Anonymous. I'm going to suck your dick. Your podcast is so good. Yes! It's like oral to my auditory canals. Suck your ears. <laughs> suck your ears. Thank you, Anonymous. We love you. Thank you. I don't know who you are. Mwah. But I'll lather you up and suck you. What else we got? <laughs> wow. Okay, so we have an anonymous question. I love those! Yes! Okay, I don't know how to ask this, so I'm just going to go for it. Have either of you ever taken a poop that was larger than life and thought to yourself, A, how did that big shit come out of my body? B, I bet I could totally take a dick up the ass. I'm not talking about a 10-inch soda can-sized poop, but a dick-sized poop. This thought has crossed my mind. I've never done anal. It doesn't interest me. Am I the only weirdo that has thought this? Listen, I love you. Whoever you are, I love you. <laughs> You're Corbin's favorite person yeah, in the world. She, she knows exactly what she's talking about. Well, Is it could it be. She? It could be a he. There's something it about it. It sounds she-like, right? Yeah. Um, I've taken massive shits. <laughs> there were a few that when I was done, I, I looked in the bowl and I was like... How? No, never, never like confused. More like pride. Really? Yeah, I was like, yes, look at all that shit that came out of my body. Not literal shit. Like, look at this garbage that, that I'm getting rid of. I love shitting, baby. I mean, it, it is literal shit. Good, but you know what I'm saying? Look at this shit. Look at this garbage. I love shitting. I know you do. But, all right, um, so the next... Wait a minute, you're not going to answer? <laughs> you just going to keep it going? <laughs> What's next? <laughs> all right, her name is like Missing Vowels. But I think it's Michelle Lynn. It's this girl. She's very nice. I love her. She's pretty awesome. She really she is. She is awesome. She wrote Share. to me privately. Oh, that has nothing to do with anything. But yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. I just watched your video via YouTube, and I saw your proposal and cried. Yes! You guys are too fucking beautiful. Thank you. Yay! That's, I, want, I want the whole world to cry. At our proposal? Yeah, I want them to see and be like... That's such a great video. Thank you. I did that on my own. I know. I proposed to you by myself. You didn't have anything to do with that. I know. I just showed you, up. You were... That was a cameo starring Curvin featuring Megan. The next, <laughs> the next uh, feedback. Attempts at getting by. She didn't say she wanted this to be anonymous. So I'm saying her name. Yeah, you said it out loud. But my goodness. I love you. She said, listening to the last podcast made me laugh so hard. I definitely tried anal because I thought it made Jesus less mad when I was 16. I got bad news for you. Jesus hates you. I'm joking. <laughs> That's bad. I don't say that. Yeah, really? So you were, you were doing, doing anal, anal at 16? Man, I would high five you so hard right I now. I would butt grab you so hard. I would high five you so hard. Let's look at her face. Why? I want to look at her face close up. She took it in the butt. At 16, because Jesus was going to be mad. I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm high five. You know, do what makes you happy. Hell yeah, take it in that ass. I mean, I hope you didn't just do it because you thought it would make Jesus less mad. I hope you wanted to do it too. 
What was anal like as a 16 year old? Because that seems like it would be. I mean, life changes? Sex is like. It seems like it would stunt your growth. <laughs> so, so awful at that age. Oh, man. I feel like kids these days are having like tantric sex at like 16 because of the internet and like have like dick game. At least what what's wait 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 dick game? What are you talking about? Like people like can fuck. You think so? I don't know. I'm saying that based on what is shown on the internet and like TV. Yeah. People are acting like they're having great sex at a young age. That's a front. You think so? Yeah, even even people our age are acting like they're having great sex. And, well, that's true. You know? I mean, I'm sure some people are having great sex. Of course. Of course. But I have a hard time believing high schoolers are having great sex. You know, the idea of high schoolers having sex makes me so mad. It makes me... Because I'm so jealous. I wanted to lose my virginity the entire four years of high school. And when I say, ugh, I don't mean, like, judgy. I just mean, like, I can't believe I had sex in high school. I hate you. Because I see high schoolers and I'm like, (laughs) oh, my God, they're so young. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop having sex. Stop pretending like you're having good sex. Stop pretending like you're having good sex. Get all that cum out of your throat. Get all that dick <clears throat> out of your teeth, son. Yo, what's good, yo? Thank you for tuning in. You already know what time it is. When you hear that beat come in, you know we're about to start rapping. Uh, uh, uh. I was waiting for you to come in. <laughs> I, was waiting for you. I, was, I was being your hype I wanted man. to see how long you would give me the uh. Off the top of the dome, son. Join Why the counts. I'm your excited. Phone? <laughs> You just run off the top of the dome. Why are you yelling at your phone? We home alone. Give a dog a bone. I love you, my little rapper that could. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Come back soon. Yeah, we, we, we got some bullshit cooking. We're just cooking some nonsense for you guys to enjoy. If you want a second helping, just... Listen again. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, we love you. We uh, appreciate we, you. We want to touch your butts. Especially you. Yeah, you know who you are. It's your fat ass. I won't pardon and lick it. Baby. I'm talking about you. Aww. Yeah? You let me lick your asshole? Lick your asshole, baby. Nah. Uh, Stay tuned. We got something special next episode. I'm totally lying. <laughs> you motherfuckers stay black. Mwah. Peace. This evening's entertainment.